0: Our meditation this morning uh, is related to the Holy Spirit, the precious Holy Spirit that dwells within us. And uh, we will be reciting the Nicene Creed at the end of this, and we'll be focusing uh, in the creed. And uh, you'll have to see it on the projection. I had another senior moment, apparently. Did not get those in the bulletin again. And I'd like to read three texts from scripture they're all in the book of john the gospel of john john 14 john 15 john 16 just a few verses in each chapter first of all john 14 this is the living word of god john 14 verses 16 through 18 i will pray the father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him but you know him For he dwells with you and will be in you. And then John chapter 15, verse 26. But when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. And then John chapter 16, verses 13 through 15. When he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine, therefore I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. You know, we try to recite the creeds, uh, several creeds anyway, several times a year. The Nicene Creed, I believe we uh, recited about four or five times last year and the Apostles' Creed. Uh, We usually do so more, about six or eight times a year. And it's important that we understand uh, the basics of these creeds. These creeds are very important for us to know. We are a confessional church. We are a creedal church. And uh, so we should be thankful also for uh, the men of the early ecumenical councils, the men of God that that the Lord used to clarify the basics of what we believe. This is what Orthodox Christians believe. And uh, there's a a famous historian named Philip Schaff, Uh, He's a Christian historian in the 19th century. And he explains that the Nicene Creed gives more clarity to the Apostles' Creed, especially to the second section, uh, which is on the divinity of the Lord Jesus Christ. And one book that I reviewed again this week, uh, and I've referred to, uh, we've often referred to, I believe, is a book by uh, Dr. Rushduni. It's called The Foundations of Social Order. The Foundations of Social Order. And it shows how these creeds are the foundation of... Western liberties that we take for granted often and of our, indeed of our federal system. Uh, but today I'd like to focus uh, briefly on the third person of the Trinity by looking at the third paragraph of the Nicene Creed, just a little bit. And that says, and I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. Now that part, and from the sun, or from the sun, uh, Phil has mentioned a number of times. Uh, the Greek word for that is the filioque, philioque, and uh, it literally means uh, and the sun. That was added in. Uh, it, it's not in the Eastern Orthodox or the Russian Orthodox or Greek, Greek Orthodox churches. That part of that phrase is not there. There's a schism uh, between the Eastern and the Western church in the year 1054, and uh, it's still basically the same. We add... Uh, and from the Son. So the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son. And uh, I'd like to just emphasize that the Trinity, again, is one God in three persons and there's no subordination uh, of one person to another in substance or in power or in being, uh, but only really in their in their role. The Holy Spirit is worshipped and glorified as is the Father and the Son. And the Spirit also breathed out the word of God through the prophets. And that's why it says he spoke by or he spoke through the prophets. And I'd like to summarize just a few names or a few words uh, related to our precious spirit. First of all, he's our comforter and our counselor. He's our advocate and he's our helper. Uh, He is the one who convicts us of sin. Uh, He is the deposit uh, or the guarantee of our inheritance And he is the seal of the promise of God and of our salvation and of our assurance of that. He's our guide into the truth of the word and he guides us in understanding it. He intercedes for us and he helps us to pray. He dwells in us. He is called the spirit of truth and he reveals the truth to us. He's our teacher. Uh, He is called the witness. He bears witness with our spirit that we are sons of God. He is the spirit of adoption. He is the giver of gifts and he develops in us the fruit of the Spirit. And he is called the Spirit of grace. He is the Spirit of life. So it's also important, you all know, that when we baptize, uh, we do so in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And as we are commanded, and as we come to the table uh, unified by the, we are also unified by the work of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So that as we participate in the table uh, today, we're reminded of our eternal hope, of course, And of the grace of God lavished on us in Jesus Christ, who with the Father sent our helper, the Holy Spirit, our counselor and guide into the truth uh, of the Word. So, brothers and sisters in Christ, this morning let's declare together that we believe in the triune God, the Father Almighty, the Lord Jesus who redeemed us, and the Holy Spirit who testifies of and he reveals uh, the Son to us, who regenerates us, who sanctifies us, and gives us power to live. For the Lord. Let's declare what we believe together. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we do worship you as the one true and living God, and we praise you for revealing yourself to us and for the work each part of the Godhead had in our creation and in our recreation and in our lives now, and that we exist for the praise of your glory. O oh Lord, as we partake of this communion meal, we rejoice that you give grace through it. You nourish us spiritually and that we see in it uh, the distinct work of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in our salvation. Lord, we desire to exalt you in this as we come and as we remember that you are the one true eternal God, the same in substance, equal in power and glory. Lord, fill us with your Spirit as we receive these signs of your covenant of grace with us. And we do pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our King and our Lord. Amen.